Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. 209 at a ground control. We're loaded and ready to taxi. 209er, taxi to runway 19er. Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Howard radio clearance. Over. That's Clarence. Over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. What? Huh? It's that same but time, same but channel, every weekday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with your host, Dusty Bowles. Better Buddies in a Mystery It's grown through a community of cultivators. On Let My People Grow, we invite you, the listener, to participate in the show. Give us a call at 917-889-8298, and please feel free to ask any questions in regards to cannabis cultivation, cannabis activism, and anything in regards to the cannabis community and culture. This is a show by, of, and for the cannabis community and culture. Let My People Grow was created to be a platform in which to share real-life personal experiences and knowledge with the everyday cannabis consumer, to promote effective and sustainable change, and educate the world on the importance of ending cannabis hemp prohibition. Please be sure to go to iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and subscribe to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, where you can find all previously recorded episodes of Let My People Grow, Philosopher's Stone, High Powered Radio with Milan, Smoke Wheels Radio, and Voices of the Cannabis World. Thank you for tuning in to Let My People Grow. We're keeping you in the know. Is why we do the show. Cannabis culture, it's two more hours of your favorite show, Let My People Grow, with your host, Dusty Bowles. So put down the dabbering and pick up the mic, fellas. We gotta get this show on the road. Actually, hand that over to me. The downside of marijuana is going to jail. And the other downside is a part to do with character of not standing up to get those people out of jail. Let our people go. Let our people grow. Let our people grow. That's right, Jack. You tell them. We're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles of Let My People Grow, every Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, and we're back, folks. Finally doing another live show. Blog Talk and Skype are finally communicating with each other on a normal basis, and we're finally able to continue with the show. Last week was a nightmare. We tried to salvage it several times, but uh, it just didn't turn out our way, so we ended up rescheduling and doing things over. 
Um, hopefully we'll hear from some of the folks we were supposed to have on last week. We're not really shooting for it or having to, you know, really planning on having them on. We, you know, it's just kind of last minute. So um, we've had a little ups and downs and we're all back to normal and things are good. And um, welcome back to Let My People Grow with your host, Dusty Bose. I'm all by myself in the studio tonight. It's all calm and quiet in here. Nice. Um, but we do have some awesome music from some of those awesome bands that are going to be playing at that uh, event up in Santa Cruz, the Free the Tree event. Um, <clears throat> Ancestry and Burnt, we're going to be playing some of their music on the show tonight, a little bit of their ganja-themed anth- um, anthems. Excuse me. So we'll be hearing a little bit from them. We'll be hearing from Ancestry. We'll hear a short, quick track at the dab track at 9.10 in about six minutes. But up until then, you know, I just wanted to give everybody a little update on the uh, where we're at on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I had a little cough there. Um, well, in other news, it seems like we're doing really well on the signature gathering um, petition or the petition drive and signature gathering uh, looks like we've hit our 50% mark recently, and we're, you know, that's a, that's really good. It looks like we're ahead of t- ahead of schedule and right on pace to actually qualify for the uh, 2016 ballot. So, thank you to all those volunteers and hardworking people out there. Um, on behalf of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, uh, myself and everybody involved, you guys are the ones making a difference, getting out there talking to people, seeing people, um, communicating with people. I know when, you know, it's a, it's when you start to do it, you start to get a little, um, you know, you get excited. You start to get a little buzz about it and start getting out there, getting active. You work on your little, you know, your little social skills and your, on how to communicate with people and how to best, um, you know, inform them about the initiative, what cannabis hemp can do for them and their lives in the Central Valley and in your areas and where you're at and how it affects them and how it could be a positive change for the state of California and their specific area. So that's up to us, the people, to inform all these people of these wonderful things that cannabis hemp can do. And that's um, that's one of the things, too, I would like to point out to everybody um, is that the uh, Emperor Wears No Clothes, written by Jack Hare, is an official resource of the CCHI 2016 campaign. And you can now, it's back up online for free, and you can view almost all, I think it's almost all of it, most of it, online for free at um, jackhare.com. So be sure to check that out, because that is one of the uh, indefinite resource, you know, one of the resources that every activist that's on the street or anybody that really just wants to be informed or educated about cannabis hemp should read because that is that is a must. The Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Hare. They have digital copies. They have copies. It's all over the place. I know Dan Hare had some really cool box sets not too long ago that he was uh, selling off that were like really had a DVD and all this other stuff in there. It was really cool. Um, and shout outs to Dan. Miss you, man. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything is good. Um, like to get you back on the show soon. I like like a lot of our old guests, and then I'm reaching out to some new guests too, um, trying to really make sure that they're really in support of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and really want to come on and say nice things about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and all the hard work that everyone's doing over there. Um, it, there is really a lot of stuff behind the scenes that's not being seen, that's being accomplished and being done, and. Uh, it's really cool to be a part of it and see so many people um, throughout the state getting so active on a, you know, in a grassroots political movement to really change 
the way we see ca- uh, cannabis hemp in the state of California and the way we utilize it. So it's going to be good. And then we're going to, let's see, we're going to listen to a little bit of Ancestry. by, um, And it's this song is called Ganja. So um, be sure to peep out Ancestry on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the social media. Check them out at their website. Um over at, excuse me, it's uh, AncestryReggae.com. Um, you can see a lot of their videos. You can purchase a lot of their music, all their stuff. that You can find out all their information. Find stuff up, find stuff about the band and stuff like that. Um, be sure to show them some love because they sure as hell love the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and everything and all the hard work you guys are all out there trying to accomplish right now. So this is Ganja by Ancestry. Ancestry are all going to be playing at an event 
to help benefit the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and freeing the ganja plant. So um, that's a really cool thing. Then, you know, Ancestry, I contacted them a few months back, so it was really cool to see them really trying to get uh, in. And I know that they're out there collecting signatures. I mean, these get, they're going an extra mile. Uh, they're dedicated to the cause, and they like, you know, they're all about making music that um, that uh, and also being socially active and making a difference in their community. So, um, we might be able to get Michael Jolson on, but um, I've, I contacted Mark, and we'll see. I told him, you know, it was kind of last minute that it, we, you know, Skype was actually up and running, everything was going smooth, and show was. Uh, we also got uh, Hedwich on the line. He's a, I see he's called in. Chatted with him a little bit during that last song, um, and it was really nice to see him. He came by today too. It was always a good time to see Hedgewood's down here in the Bud Cave. Um, but with that being said, let's get him on. Let's chat with him a little bit and see how his show went on Monday. Hey, hey blessings upon all. How you doing, How's it going, Hedwich or Jeffrey? I like to say Jeffrey. It's more personal. I feel like. <laughs> the same way. Yeah, I finally got home uh, and got back from getting my cat work done. Nice. How did that turn out? Oh, real good. Real good. I mean, it was the last of five sessions that we did on it. Uh, my artist is Amber Vale at uh, Studio 66 on in Porterville. And, uh, Finally completed the dream that I've had for close to 25 years. I've been wanting to have this tattoo on my arm, and I've had it done and worked on four times, and finally got it finished. Nice. Yeah, I've seen that tattoo. It's really beautiful. And the lady that's been doing the work on it, she does a really good job. Yeah, she did a real good job recreating my idea and, you know, bringing it to life. And... I set up my appointment for my right shoulder now, so that'll be the next project. Nice. Well, um, in other news, um, when Jeffrey did come by today, we got to smoke some of that um, Blue Dream from Chameleon Extracts, which was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, Chameleon Extracts has always put out some really good stuff, and he happened to send me some. And uh turned out fantastic. I mean I, I mean everyone that I've opened up so far has just been beautiful. Beautiful slabs. Yeah, I really enjoyed it when we were uh token on it earlier. Um uh, and they're always they've always been big supporters of the CCHI and the initiative. I know that um, you know, a few events here locally that have gone on and we've participated in, like the speakeasy sesh. They did donate a few things to the raffle and stuff so that we could try to raise funds for the local um, uh, CCHI, um, you know, uh, team here locally in Fresno. So that that helped, you know, they're always down for the cause and helping in um, in full support of the CCHI. So, Absolutely. He's always stood up for CCHI, and every time I've, you know, asked him and talked to him about it, he's always been for us and, and asked, you know, what he can do. To help us out, and which which a lot of concentrate and uh, other companies have done. You know, we have a great support with the with the concentrate makers or creators, and also the the growers. 
especially the small time bit ones, you know. I mean, um, oh, sorry about that. I was, I, I had my mic muted because I was coughing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the extractors are definitely in full support of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. I mean, who wouldn't be just because of the, you know, it's, it's not like these other initiatives and or the current other, you know, the Adult Use of Marijuana Act and how they're going to, you know, uh, they're going to extremely regulate the extraction part of it and it, to the point to where it's going to, you know, you're going to need um, all kinds of licensing and and equipment and stuff just to even be able to make and produce your own concentrates. It's going to be ridiculous so you see a lot of the uh, the concentrate companies and extract artists that are out there right now you know there are none of them uh, every one of them that i've come across supports the ccHI well the, the same thing's going to happen to the metal metal industry too you know where where they're going to go in and they're going to regulate it so bad that, that it's going to drive the mom and pops out of business And that's what that's really what we're trying to stop. Is, uh, they're going to try to monopolize on everything, and we know that. Yeah, that, that's the plan. You know, is for them to, is to take over the market. You know, they're not so much interested about uh, securing greater access for patients or any other stuff that most activists that we come across and we hear and we look up to in this movement industry and culture um, is, you know, that those that they're just not going to look up to them. You know, like, why would it just doesn't make sense to me? I'm sorry, I got a little lost. I got a little sidetracked by the by my phone here. Yeah. I'm not very good well, at receiving um, texts and messages while I'm doing the show, but I got to, so. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, our industry has been alive and thriving for for almost 20 years now. You know? And most of us that are the old schoolers in the industry, we were doing it way before it became legal. If they put too much regulations on us, it's just, that's exactly what's going to happen. We're just going to go back underground again. Yeah, I mean, uh, cannabis has remained illegal since 1937, you know, throughout the entire United States on a federal level. But yet it's been the second or most popular consumed um, supposed drug in the United States this entire time. And how has that been? How is that possible if it's illegal? Because it's because everybody's been doing this outlaws. It's, they all come from that that side of you know oh you don't this is unspoken this is untalked this is you know you don't talk about this. Well, it it it's to the point where where they can't hide the information anymore. You know they can't keep the information away from the people and the people not just the younger generation are involved in it but the older generation are starting to see that they've been lied to all this time. And this illusion they've created no longer holds water. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and that's a challenge to, you know, the, everybody out there that's a little fearful of, of confronting those people that are the, are the most likely to give you um, pushback about, you know, legalization or any type of information in regards to cannabis hemp. 
um, those are the people you should you should try to focus on. Those are the people because it doesn't matter. They can only deny the truth, evidence, science, facts, and everything under the sun for so long until you know even the people around them are like, hey, dude, come on, seriously, look. I mean, it's right there in front of your face. Well, that's what's happening right now. People are losing faith in their doctors because the doctors aren't even as educated about them as the patients are. You know, so the patients are actually educating the doctors, where and that's what's causing a loss of faith in the medical practices. You know, if, if the doctor doesn't take enough initiative to research new development, then what the hell are you doing? Why are you even going to it? You know, if he's going to stick with what's been known to be used and failed, but keep using it, that's that's the, you know, the definition of being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, the definition of insanity is, um, what, attempting the same thing over and over and expecting different results? Yeah. I think that was Einstein who said that. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening. You know, the doctors know for a fact, and they've known for a fact forever, that chemotherapy doesn't work. They know that the epileptic medications turn the kids into zombies and don't work either. You know, they know that, that their pills for Crohn's disease, no, it doesn't work. But cannabis will. And that's where the problem lies, is that they don't want you to be able to cure yourself with something you can grow in your backyard. Exactly. Uh, but that being said, though, um, we're going to cut to our next track, um, and then we're going to come back and we'll chat a little bit more. Um, hopefully we'll get Michael Jolson in on the call, and he's going to come in and talk a little bit about his experience in gathering signatures because for those that don't know, Michael Jolson is um, one of the most, you know, he was Jack's main signature-gathering petitioner. He gathered the most signatures for him, and it's a, it's a big thing. So hopefully he'll be calling in soon, but we're going to cut to this next track by, um, this is going to be Resin by Burnt. And if you guys haven't checked out Burnt, be sure to check them out at uh, burntmusic.com, where you can check out all their albums and their stories, and you can check out contact them and check out their music and stuff like that. But until then, this is Resin by Burnt, and we'll be back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. The message this evening is not my message, but ours. Despite our best efforts, shortages of marijuana are now being reported.
and hope and trust and confidence. Being friends to others is the best way of being friends to ourselves. It's up to us to change attitudes and just simply enjoy life to the fullest. And in the most important area, individual use, we see progress. The U.S. military has more than tripled the use of drugs among its personnel since 1980. Tonight, I can report to you that Vice President Bush smokes marijuana regularly. All right, that was Resin by Burnt. Which, man, I really wish I didn't have school and all that stuff to go to next Thursday, because, man, that show would be amazing. Pero Bravo is a great musician. Uh, I haven't heard of Noma Loca Doja, but uh, with a name like that, they got to be pretty good, right? <clears throat> and then Ancestry is a classic, and Burnt is amazing, so it's it's going to be a good show. And with that being said, we're going to get Michael Jolson on the line, and I believe uh, Mark might be calling in in a little bit, too. He just hit me back right now. So, Michael Jolson, you're live on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. Well, hey, thank you to everyone, to your, yourself and the host. And, yeah, thanks, Mark Balin, and to those pairs, to, um, to the bands that are going to be all playing Ancestry and Burnt and... Um, you know the the other two bands were excited about this event that Mark Balin, who will get on, will speak a little more. But I just, you know, excited that you're have keep, that everybody's keeping the show alive here, and thank you, Dustin. I look forward to seeing you soon too. Absolutely, yeah. The last time we met up was at the Berkeley event, right? And that was an awesome uh, event that we did. That was free in the park, and that was a great event. We had some great bands playing there too. Oh yeah, but yeah. So you know, you said just to maybe give a quick shout out to thanks to everyone that has signed the petition. We're over halfway through the signature drive in the in the time. Um, and we think, you know, fit, we, as far as how many signatures we have, we're, we're still obviously it's unsure, even though we've been out half the amount of, you know, half of our time clock is now eaten up. But the response on the street has been great. It's been super positive. I've gathered myself almost almost a thousand. I'm almost I'm, I'm judging it by filled sheets. So I'm at about 83 filled sheets. But basically, I've got probably about a thousand or more myself and now we have of course um the darth vader initiative the sean parker initiative to that gets in the way if people say they've signed so you know because there's now one other initiative out but basically people want this to happen we can do this it's a tough battle against the one percent attempted takeover of cannabis and and that is the called the sean parker initiative to but that so I think we can do this. We can make the ballot. We have changed our numbers to needing 402,468 instead of the 365,000. And that's because, you know, we filed not for the full count, so for the partial count. But I, um, word on the street is, you know, we can do this. We we think we have between 500 and oh, maybe close to 1,000, you know, circulators for this initiative. So, and we're going to be launching, you know, 
fundraising too, which is a whole other subject, but we're going to definitely need to raise money. But we can do this, people. So thank you. Thank you to all the bands that are going to come out to the Catalyst here in Santa Cruz next Thursday. Yes, absolutely. And for those that don't know, Mikey, um, could you let the people just a little bit of history on yourself and the initiative itself? You know, because you know there's a lot of signature drive, uh, signature gatherers out there that are volunteers like yourself, and you've always been for the campaign. You know, like maybe just throw out a few tips and some of the things for some of those people out there, um, and, and um, some helpful advice. Yeah, well, I think one of the biggest you know, things to say is stopping them saying, Hey, I'm a volunteer because there are paid or basically even the professionals aren't getting paid at the moment, but Hey, I'm a volunteer trying to end him. You know, are you a registered voter? So throw that out there right away, in my opinion, and then try to make eye contact and be, be as, you know, lock eyes and, you know, say you're a volunteer and just really show that, that this means a lot beyond what, you know the 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 cannabis. This is so. Yeah, are you are you a registered voter? I'm. Yeah, oh, I'm a volunteer. We're trying to end hemp prohibition. Or trying, you know, so. And uh, um, other yeah, this is full legalization. And then what is it about? Um, I always think of three points. If you think it's like beer and wine, legalizing it like the beer and wine industry. It's freeing all the the cannabis nonviolent prisoners, and it's number three is hemp. So it could be hemp is number one, freeing all the cannabis prisoners two, or in and beer and wine three, or whichever way you do it. But if you just tell the person this is like beer and wine for twenty one and over, it's to you know totally legalize the plant. And the more general you can be with people as far as that this is about you know freeing the plant. And but the main thing is just are you registered to vote and then what county and then are you re- what are you registered at your current address and then we have to re-register then. Yeah, and another another helpful hint too that I noticed is to when while you actually get that person locked in and they're actually signing and they're putting their information down to not just be stuck on that one person as other people are walking by to throw the same throw those taglines out as other people are walking by while you have people signing so that you can keep that interest kind of flowing in. Yeah, and I was going to probably head off, but and then if you have a buddy to go with, it's great. Like today, a friend of mine's an environmentalist, and he, you know, has been off work for the rain. He's been volunteering. We went up to our campus, UCSC, and having a second person, it's like camaraderie. And and it um, so and it's because it is sometimes it's hard to get motivated by yourself, and also trying to find high density events of course cannabis cups and all that are great but rallies anything that is in is intellectual you know lectures um so places where there's mass people of course and we might have the mavericks surf contest coming up you know hopefully i'll go to that if that ever comes before the initiative's over you know just places events where there's a lot of people like bernie sanders his we went to a rally or, you know, March Against Monsanto, all different kinds of events. And, you know, just – but the main thing is for folks that are listening to just go out and get the signatures because if we had mass amounts of people going out and getting 100 signatures, we could do this. And 
Yeah, I think even I was running some numbers with just, you know, what we do know on the amount of um, volunteers and stuff that we have out there already currently, you know, and pretty much, you know, if every one of the people we have currently involved right now went out every day and just collected 20 signatures a day from this point until April, you know, we could it would be done. So it's 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 not hard and it doesn't take as much time. It's really just about scheduling it into your schedule and making sure that yep. you you can get it in there and do it when you're when you have that time available. Totally. And I was going to head off and hopefully Mark will get on. But thank you and thanks again for the bands burnt and all the bands coming and playing and to CCHI Radio and all the people helping and you know the. But one thing is yeah, and then just final is that we you have to force yourself to go out and get signatures cuz you know if there's a lot it's easy to not go out and petition and you have to in essence force yourself out into the public but the main thing is when when you do you know just be get eye contact and people will stop you know and and or if they don't say well come on and, and sign it when you can you know make mm-hmm. sure to sign it um and so well hey thank you I had something to do but I appreciate the opportunity Thanks on. for coming on, Mikey. I love it. You can okay. come on anytime. It's an open invitation, and we'll, we're going to talk to Mark a little bit about the event right now. So okay. thanks for calling okay. in, Mikey. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take Have care. Have a good evening, Bye-bye. brother. One love. Yeah, but everyone knows how to go to the website and all that. So, okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah and, and I would just tell everyone we're getting a bunch of new emails and volunteers, so it's going crazy. You know, there's a lot of new energy coming in. So thanks and again. if you want to be part of that energy, just go to CCHI tw- or CCHI2016.org and click the volunteers yep. and donate buttons, and you can get involved right now today. And if all you got to do is follow, fill out the form. That form gets submitted to the board of directors and everybody in the campaign, and then they send it out to the proper coordinators in California, and you get in contact with them. And from there, you're already out and collecting signatures and ready to go. Hey, thank you, Dustin. Appreciate it. Not a problem, Mike. You have okay, a great take night. Care. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. And the other person there. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All righty, Mark. Are you there? Hey, Dustin. How's it going? Oh, it's going, brother. It's going really well. Thanks for calling in this evening. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, – I heard Mikey on before me. Thanks for having Absolutely. him on to discuss the uh, show we're putting together. Yes, uh, man, I was just telling him I wish I didn't have school and I wish I could be up there that day because it's just an amazing show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I really uh, have a lot of be really fun. I have a lot of genuine like love and respect for these the bands that are actually playing. Like you know, it's these are like you know, like as you know with Burnt, you know they're they they're all about love and life and just the, for the, you know, all about playing the music, which is really what, what a lot of people that are associated with our initiative are all about. They're all about the plant. They're all about freeing it for the people and doing it for the right reasons, which is, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what's so cool about a lot of these bands that are playing at this event as well is they're all about the music. They're all about the movement. They're also socially active in their communities, you know, so. Yes, yeah, very active. And, you know, we, uh, I approached actually uh, Spencer from No Malacadosia uh, about a, a month ago uh, about, you know, collecting signatures at uh, one of their shows. And he was like, well, we're doing this show with Burnt and a couple other bands. Let me see. We're, we're looking for a, a cause to really champion at the show. 
let me talk to them. He got back to me, and one thing led to another, and here we are. It's just awesome. It's just great. Yeah. Um, and then, then that's yep. going to be at the Catalyst, right, down in Santa Cruz. Cause, and that's another main reason I wanted to have Michael Jolson call in, too, because, you know, he's down there in mm-hmm. Santa Cruz all the time, based out of there. So, um, yeah. And, like, just uh, it's just amazing all the positive energy that's coming out of Santa Cruz from the bands, Michael Jolson, yourself, and everybody that's up there. I just want to thank you guys and... It really means a lot to those who are involved with the movement, who have been a part of it, and on a volunteer basis. And really, the only thing we do and can, you know, is dedicate our time and and efforts. So it's nice to see the same thing from you know musicians and bands and part of the, and parts of the community stepping up to to the task as well. Exactly. Well, you know, we uh, just follow excellent leads set by those that have trailblazed before us. You know, Jack Herrera and and the many others that have dedicated their lives to freeing this plant and letting you know the people medicate themselves and, and stop putting them in jail for for needless crimes that are you know just for possessing a plant. Yeah, selfless crimes for possessing or consuming or distributing or transporting a non toxic plant that's never killed anybody in the recorded history of man. You know, like exactly, we sit there and we have these out of control uh, opiate overdoses that are happening in California, where the rates are shooting through the roof at fifty percent from up from last year. But let's let's ban oh, yeah. cannabis cultivation at, through, throughout the state because that's important. That's a lot more scary and, than than what's oh, yeah. going on cannabis, with opiate overdoses. Can, oh yeah, cannabis cultivation brings in crime, didn't you know? Yeah. And the, isn't the funniest thing about that whole thing is the fact that the only thing that is you know, is the criminal association with cannabis is that that's the only real illegal activity. You know, like if it wasn't yeah. illegal, no one would be jumping the fence to steal it because they could grow it themselves or have it themselves or have access to it. And you're not going to be able to steal it and go sell it on the corner because it's in high demand on the black market. Exactly. And, you know, that's exactly what CCHI's whole goal is about is, you know, getting rid of the the whole need for a black market and, you know, buying something on a street corner that, you know, you don't know where it came from. You don't know what it was grown with. You don't know if there's pesticides, if it's covered in, you know, mold or mildew. And, you know, if we clean that up and bring it out into the open and let people, you know, know what they're buying and pick what they're buying and really know it's coming from a safe organic uh grow especially here in Santa Cruz area where you know we have some of the best beautiful beautiful weather to just grow some of the most beautiful buds mm-hmm. and I'd rather know exactly who grew it and what they used to grow it than take my chances off of you know some random kid I met yeah, and that's another that's another beautiful thing about the CCHI is it, it's going to legalize in a way that if those people that don't want to cultivate, don't want to participate, and they just want to go down to Seven Eleven or whatever and still get their joints in a box or whatever they want to do, that's still going to be an option mm-hmm. for them, you know. But the exactly. the the best the best benefit of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, if it if and when it does pass is the fact that it it really allows access to everybody which will not only create access for you know more patients 
but it'll also create, mm-hmm. you know, it'll lower the price. You'll you'll have greater access. Your buddy, you know, you run short, you're low. Your buddy grows it next door too. He's stock, he's he's he doesn't smoke as much. He's got plenty of stock. Here you go at a really great price. You know, that's that's really it's really more of it opening up to everybody. And then saying here, okay, mm-hmm. well, we have our small personal stuff, and we're able to do what we do on a personal level. And here's the industry level that's set at this at this standard, at this height, that that you know this many plants, anything over that. Now you're in the industry, and you got to be regulated, taxed, and everything else under the sun. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I can tell you, you know, what's really been getting a lot of dispensary owners uh, excited about CCHI is the tax free medicinal uh, the being able to provide tax-free medicine to their patients uh when, when we bring that up they really get their ears perk up and they get excited about oh wait we can undo because in santa cruz we uh passed measures k and l two years ago which were a tax on the medical cannabis industry um and a lot of that funding is going to uh the sheriff's office for raids um, so when we tell them, you know, CCHI would undo that tax, they get excited. Yeah. You know, their growers aren't going to be raided with money coming from medical cannabis anymore. Their patients will be able to take uh, or have uh, uh, tax-free cannabis uh, for their medicine, which is a whole lot better than what AUMA has to offer. Yeah, and, and AUMA is just a base off the Colorado model. And if you look at what the medical marijuana patients are saying in Colorado right now, they're saying, hey, we've been thrown into a recreational market that's overtaxed and overregulated, and we were already having problems with access prior to legalization. So now we're yes. being thrown into a legal market where now my medicines cost more because of the extra tax because I'm purchasing it in a legal market and nobody's concerned about the medical anymore. They're just like, we got legal, exactly. and if you can't fit into this model, then hey, that's 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 your problem. We're trying. This is the way we're going, and that's you know, and that's one of the things. A lot of the people in the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative Board of Directors, Patrick, Buddy, and all of them, they'll all tell you, you know, that it's not about being the first one to legalize. It's about being the first one to do it the right way. Uh, yeah, it's that's the only way. It can be about you. If we go with the Colorado or Washington example or Oregon, you'll the one complaint that I always see out of those states is it's destroyed the medical industry, and that is not acceptable. It's, we have to find a way to to usher in recreational cannabis to those that don't need it medicinally while protecting the safe access and affordable access for patients who truly do need it. Because despite what the skeptics say, cannabis really does work for a lot of different um, medical conditions. Absolutely. And I mean, for those that, I mean, and like you are saying, the Jack Hare and the Emperor wears no clothes, you will, your mind will be blown if you just pick up that book and read it from front to end. You would be amazed on on the things it can do for medicinal, on and what it can do for our economy and jobs and sustainability yeah. for the future and our and the ending of deforestation for for paper and for all these other things. Like it, it's it's really an economical solution that was thrown out the window back in the 30s, so that the petrochemical industry and synthetic industry could really just move ahead as fast and as forward as they could. 
yeah, and and really take over the market and and sky high profits, knowing that their products would not last. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's destroying our planet in the in the in the process. It, yeah, the the worst part of it, and you know, it's uh, we as humans have been blind for too long about what our society has has done and caused and it's you know time that we take act proactive steps to fixing our errors and one of the best ways to do it is you know hemp fields for as far as you can see yeah that's what i'm saying like i I don't even care about my personal cultivation honestly if hemp fields are going to cross pollinate my plants whatever i'll find another way to cultivate but i want to see hemp fields throughout the entire Central Valley, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to see them everywhere. Like, I want to get on a bullet train here in California and be from Fresno to San Diego in two hours. And, you know, like, and the whole way there in the valley, I'm seeing hemp fields and hemp plants the whole way, you know? It's a a beautiful sight, what you speak of. (laughs) Well, Mark, I want to... we can make that happen. Yeah, and we're hey man, we're working on it, and like Mike, Mikey was saying, man, we're fifty percent, a little bit over halfway from actually gathering the signatures that we need. As long as we stay motivated, dedicated, and determined to the cause and the initiative, and the people of California, we're definitely going to get this done. Yep, and you know the most important thing for people now is, you know, if you cannot donate time to go out and collect signatures, what we really need is donations, even. If it's just ten dollars, um, you know, Bernie Sanders' model of of five ten dollar donations here and there, twenty dollars, goes a long way. If if everyone who followed us on Instagram or likes us on Facebook or gets the emails uh, newsletters, if they all donated twenty dollars each, we would raise enough money to not only qualify for the ballot, but be able to to run a successful campaign and court some of those bigger donors that can help fund the rest of the way. Absolutely. And and that's the thing, too, that a lot of people don't realize is that the hardest battle and fight is when it is officially on the ballot and it is confirmed because that's when the opposers of like the adults of the Sean Parker initiative and the adults of marijuana use act or whatever, that's when they're going to dump all their money into negative ads towards other campaigns and other things like that. And when we have to defend ourselves against billions of dollars, millions of dollars, you know, that's, that's not an easy thing for a grassroots political organization. Especially when you're on top of it fighting, you know, almost a hundred years of propaganda. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, everybody. It's, it's everything's against sword. us. Yeah, everything's against us. Everybody's fighting against us. But they, I mean, honestly, just since you know, in the last five years, we've seen the polls go extremely in favor of can, of cannabis legalization and in medical marijuana use um, nationwide. So really, we're not the minority anymore. And as long as we really remember that and use that to fuel our passion and our fire then we'll be able to, you know, we'll really be able to achieve great things. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And as long as people go to the ballot, uh, go to the polling locations and punch their ballot boxes, that people cannot, if we make the ballot, when we make the ballot, people cannot stay home this November. And yeah, Even and if they're not the going to people- vote for a presidential candidate, if they're not going to vote for any candidate on the ballot, that is fine. 
go vote just to vote yes on CCHI and no on AUMA. That's right. Absolutely. I actually had to deny someone, uh, you know, a couple of petitioners. Uh, I've had had to do it almost every day at City College when I go to school. You know, there's always one. And those paid petitioners, they always lure you in with, oh, yeah, come save the trees for these. And then help help the kids go to school by taxing the 1%. They always draw you in with the really nice ones, you know, like, oh, man, I'm all about that. And then when you and then at <laughs> yep. the end they're like, Oh, and I also have this legalization one and you're like, Oh shit, I I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I just I just can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, if you're interested in, in gathering signatures though for an all volunteer campaign, well here's my card. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you know, I've had a few that actually do take it. Um but you know, and a lot of we've seen a lot of them just refusing to carry the Sean Parker initiative, uh they won't carry ours, but they, you know, won't carry, uh, won't collect signatures for the other one, and and you know that's fine too. Um, but you know it's it's we really need a, a three pronged attack here with you know volunteers to collect signatures, everyone to send in twenty dollars. Everyone who's listening right now, go to cchi2016.org, click on the donate button, send in twenty dollars. We're not asking everyone to donate a hundred or a thousand dollars, twenty dollars. Just go in, donate, and and let's see how much money we can raise in a in a week period just on twenty dollar donations. Yeah, I mean it's it's a perfect example is the Bernie Sanders campaign. He's raised, I think, what is it like? He he doubled Barack Obama's thing that he did in his single handed donations or whatever, and it's all yeah shattered by- his record. Yeah, all yeah. by de- and at the same time denying the corporate financing model of the of the campaigns. You know what I mean? So exactly. these are coming from an yeah. average of twenty to forty dollar donations from from average Americans like you and me throughout the country, and they're matching, if not beating, you know what the corporate people are funding it behind it. So um, yeah, I be, all we got to do is stand up and realize that we have the power. And we have to take control exactly. and, and and stand up. And the, all those people that say, well, he'll never make it or this will never happen or that'll never do it. With that attitude, you're damn right. It'll never happen. You got to get out there and exactly. believe that we can make a difference. And we can with that thought in mind that, hey, you know, I, we have power. We have we're not we're more than just sand. We're more than just numbers, you know. I always, yeah, and you know when people say that to me, I always like to respond with them. You're right. No, I can't, but we can. Exactly. And just show them like, look, it's the power of numbers. We can do this if you just have, like you said, the right attitude and the will to to make it happen. Yep. Well, Brian, I appreciate you calling in this evening. I know it was kind of last minute when I hit you up. I was kind of busy today and then, like, stayed up early night, really late last night doing school work and was like, oh, man. Oh. Oh, but then, no worries. And then with the, last week, it was just a complete debacle with uh, Skype and everything. I, and it wouldn't work, like, all week. I've been testing it all week. And then 15 minutes before the show starts, I go up to do the show like I regularly do. Works just fine. Well, you know, the the gods were shining down on us. Jack Herrera said, uh, you know, we're going to make this happen, and and he did. And, you know, just thanks for having me on. And if anyone is in the, the Monterey Bay area around February 4th, come on down to the atrium at the Catalyst. $10 at the door. All money, uh, money goes to the bands. 
Uh, we will be collecting donations at our booth as well as registering people to vote and collecting signatures. We have a couple special guests uh, lined up, a County Board of Supervisors candidate and State Senate candidate, both who have endorsed CCHI. And we've also uh, rounded up uh, uh, activist and uh, consultant Mickey Martin to come down and speak. Um, awesome. So that should be, uh, you know, fun to hear what he has to say about uh, cannabis legalization, AUMA, and CCHI. Um, and we've also got, you know, the four bands with uh, Pero Bravo from Long Beach, Burnt from San Francisco, uh, Nomalaka Doja, and Ancestry, both from Santa Cruz. So it'll be a fun night. Come on down, help out, get uh, sign the petition, donate $20. Uh, and watch some great music and and listen to some great speakers. Awesome. Thank you, Mark Balin, for calling in, brother. I appreciate everything you guys are doing in in Santa Cruz and all that positive energy you guys are sending out to the whole team here at the CCHI. So uh, positive vibes and one love, my brother. I appreciate all you're doing. Thanks. And and I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't thank the uh, Wave Rider Nursery, I completely forgot, for sponsoring our show at the uh, 4th to help pay for promotions and, and printing and stuff. I'd like give a big shout-out to Wave Rider Nursery Monterey Bay for, for uh, sponsoring the event. Uh, thank you for having uh-huh. me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. You have a great evening, brother. All right. With that being said and all that good talk about all these awesome bands, let's play a little bit of them. Let's listen to some Ancestry right now. This is going to be Reggae Riot. You're listening to Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. We'll be back after this kick-ass track.
All right. All right. All right, we're back. Um, I don't have the right headphones plugged in, that's why I can't hear myself, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? But we're getting back. Just let me adjust some things here. I might sound a little far away from the mic, but I'm still here. All right, there we are. Back in. I can hear myself all good. Anyways, I'll just kind of pop back in and say, hey, we're going to do a back-to-back dab track um, of we just heard from Ancestry. This is burnt. These are two of them. Some of, two of the four bands that you guys can see next Thursday at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz. Um, so be sure to check it out, dude. It's going to be a great show. They'll be there collecting signatures. You can sign the, sign the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative at the event. You can give donations, get information, and hear from some really awesome bands. So and be sure to check both of these bands out at AncestryReggae.com and uh, BurntMusic.com. And learn a little bit more about the bands. Check out their music, their albums. Purchase their music. Help support those musicians that help support the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and true legalization in California. With that being said, we're going to get to that second track. This is going to be burnt with Harder Than the Rest.
harder than the rest. That's what all you guys are that are involved with the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. All right. Thank you, everybody that's been tuned in to Let My People Grow on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative radio network. Um, <coughs> excuse me. had to cough a little bit there. Um, anyways, that was uh, Harder Than the Rest by Burnt. And like I was saying before, be sure to check out these bands, all their social media, all their networking, all that stuff. Um, um, anyways, um, but uh, with that being said, um, hopefully we'll be able to uh, – anyways, like I was saying, sorry, I'm getting distracted by messages. Pay no attention to the messages while you're on the air, dude. Anyways um, – Check out those bands, man. They're awesome, dude, and they really support the initiative. They don't only just they don't just talk the talk. They're out there walking the walk. They're gathering signatures, taking donations, doing everything that all the other uh, volunteers are out there doing. So, um, thank you to Mark. Thank you to everybody involved with all the bands. Um, um, thanks to uh, Chris and um, Danny who were supposed to call in last week, and we had the whole awesome debacle last week. So. Um, Thank you, guys, and thanks to Mark and Michael for calling into the show as well this evening. Um, anyways, we're back on the show. we got lots to talk about in the news and, you know, as also, too, um, um, excuse me. Well, anyways, we were talking about how um, the free and equal elections um, campaign endorsed Foundation. I'm sorry, I always get I always get it confused. Free and Equal Elections Foundation has fully endorsed the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, which is a big deal. I mean, it's free and equal elections. Look, just listen to the name. I mean, that's a pretty good deal, right? Um, so, I mean, they're in full support. And if you actually like them on Facebook and social media and networking, you, they actually post a lot of good information about you know being politically active and how to choose your how our Presidents are elected through primaries and caucuses and all this other great information that helps you stay educated and informed about our our uh, political processes and how to how to really buck the system and change all the shit that we don't like anymore. All the stuff that's really um, upsetting everyone that, just, you know, we don't like taxes going here, we don't like taxes going there, whatever. Well, we got to stand up and demand a difference. We can't. We can't allow these corporations to be the only people that have any voice in our government or, or and its political actions. So, um, and that's what the CCHI, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, has always been about. It's been about you know motivating the people, giving the people the information, the power, and and telling them that they hold the power, and making sure that they get out there and get active. That's one of the reasons why it's been so hard for it to be qualified is because you're going up against this monstrous political um, system that's been completely corrupted and twisted through political financing and all these other things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. So, I mean, we're, you're up against a, a huge wall, but I mean, all it takes is for all of us to stand up and really, you know, hit home. And actually, you know what? I see we just got a call right now from Danny from Burnt right now coming in on the line right now. So this is going to be super interesting. Danny, is that you? Hey, is this Dusty Bowles? You're darn tootin'. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? It's going good. How about you? Oh, it's going good. 
Nice, man. I'm glad you called in because after, after I was just telling everybody, I was just thanking everybody for trying to make it a make it happen last week. And after that whole debacle, you know, the there's just too much awesome for one moment in time for Skype and Blog Talk Radio to be able to possibly maintain. You know, yeah, you no, and Chris and and everybody. Yeah, we totally shut down the network, dude. I like it. That's what we do. <laughs> Right on, man. Well, um, I was just telling, I was, you know, I was just shouting out to your guys' um, website and everything like that, uh, telling everybody about your guys. You know, I played a couple tracks. I played Resin and um, uh, Harder Than the Rest on the show this evening, just to give a little everybody a little taste about what they'll be experiencing next week. So, yeah, man, thank you for that. I, pre- I appreciate all the support, and uh, yeah, it's been kind of amazing, actually. Just um, you know, once we just put everything together with the uh, CCHI Santa Cruz folks, just uh, just how much community support has kind of popped up around uh, around this concert, it's it's kind of amazing. There's a big network of people out there. Just uh, just it was just nice for us to kind of tap into it. You know. Yeah, it's really cool, and that's that's one of the cool things about Santa Cruz, honestly, and especially in regards to cannabis. You know, as you know, with Wham and everything that's been taking place up in Santa Cruz, it's always been like an epicenter for patients' rights and for you know the community to stand up against the political powers that be and say, hey, no, 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 like you know, we're the people of this community, and we'll say how we want to do things. Right, right, right. Well, that's what I think it's all about, you know, is, is recognizing that, you know, in uh, you know, in the setup that that supposedly we're supposed to have, you know, in, in in you know, in the state of California and really in the country is, you know, that people are the government and that you know that we, you know, people people can set the policy and you know, representatives are supposed to represent their people and uh unfortunately when people are disengaged, you know, then then that leaves opportunity for you know, other interests to sort of monopolize like what's, you know, what, what the political powers are, are, are able and willing to do. But uh, it's amazing when people stand up and, you know, speak with a united voice, you can actually, you can actually, you know, have a, a government that reflects, you know, the values of a community. And I think, yeah, Santa Cruz definitely has that, has that going for it in a major way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my grandparents live in Half Moon Bay, so I, w- I was always up there when we were visiting. And like that whole area up there is just its own little personal community, and it's really community based. Everybody goes to so and so farmer to get their so and so, and you know they know this guy and that guy. Everybody knows everybody along the entire coast there, and the, you know it's really community based. It's a really cool atmosphere. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We support it. Hey, if your grandparents still live in Half Moon Bay. Oh yeah. Oh man, see, we were playing a show in Half Moon Bay the, the following night after uh, the Santa Cruz gig. You should tell them to come to the Burnt Show. Oh man, that would be awesome. I'll tell <laughs> hey, my grandma for down, sure. We're playing down at uh, the old Princeton Landing. Do you know where that is? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're gonna take we're gonna take the show uh, there the following night. So um, you know, for folks that are in Half Moon Bay. Uh, Particularly, yeah, Grandma, have her come down, put her on the yeah. guest list. Sweet, I'll tell her if she makes it down there, she's she's VIP. Oh, for sure, <laughs> man. Gra- Gra- I feel like grandmas have paid their dues and they deserve to be on the guest list. That's how I feel about it. Absolutely. Yep. 
Grandma's guaranteed VIP, and and if you don't prepare for the repercussions. Oh man, just woe, <laughs> woe to the band that does not respect the grandma. Burnt respect right. the grandma. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't respect your grandma, we have a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dare somebody to call in that doesn't respect their grandma right now, and we'll just have it out. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. So, what? Can you give us a little bit more information about the band, like, and um, maybe like a little bit how it was formed, how it came together, and? Yeah, man. Sure. Um, actually, we we uh, burnt first got connected with uh, Ancestry. Uh, we played we played a show back in 2013. Burnt did a tour, uh, a California tour. Um, with with a, uh, our band from uh, a, a, some, a friend band of ours uh, from Canada, they're called Giraffe Aftermath, and um, you know we went up to Canada, BC, Canada, which as you know has a, has, is a, has a, a great grassroots kind of like scene for you know not only cannabis activism but just activism in general, environmental activism in particular, uh, you know c- cannabis and 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 uh, medical cannabis rights and. So we, we've been going to BC for years, and we got connected through the BC family up there to this band, Giraffe Aftermath, and we had them come down to California and do three weeks of shows with us. We did a tour from, you know, basically way up north in Northern California, like Humboldt, Trinity County, like way up there, uh, all the way down to San Diego, and um, you know we wanted to make a stop in Santa Cruz, so you know I just started reaching out to, um, you know, the community of, of California bands that's out there. And, and uh, somehow we got connected with Ancestry. I think I think just, just somebody who was local in Santa Cruz just kind of said, yeah, check out this band. So I did, and I was like, oh, these guys, they seem pretty, pretty cool, you know. And I, I, I hit up uh, Chris, Chris Carr, who I didn't know at the time. I just kind of reached out through the, through the Internet. And um, it was sweet, man. He just, he reached right back and, you know, he said, give me a call and let's talk about it. And so, bam, we just put together a show. It was actually at the Reef Bar in Santa Cruz. And it was a cool little gig. Uh, the Reef Bar, like, is a is a pretty sweet little, it's a smaller venue. And it's really just, it's um, like Pono, Pono, you know, Pono Grill. It's like a restaurant. And then they have a little stage in the corner. And, you know, so we had the three bands, Ancestry and Giraffe Aftermath and Burnt. And uh, we just kind of hit it off with Ancestry. Those, those, that band has, like, a really positive energy around them. Uh, you know, <laughs> Chris is great, man. He's always smiling. And and we just kind of hit it off, you know. And and, um, and so, you know, the next time we, we had an opportunity to play in Santa Cruz, you know, we, we definitely wanted to connect with them and um, put together a show at the Catalyst. And, and that was um, – that was in that was like over a year ago now, our first show with them. Uh, nice. That was a, that was a late late 2014 show, I believe, and um, or early 2015, and, uh, and that was kind of how we linked up with them. And then they kind of turned us on to Nomalaka Doja. We were gonna do, we were gonna we set up another Catalyst gig for um, for the fall. And this past fall, and, and Ancestry, Ancestry couldn't do it. Um, but I, you know, I asked Chris like if they could recommend any 
any local bands and, and you know, they, they made the introduction with No Malaka Doja and Spencer. Um, and we just kind of hit it off with those guys too. You know, they, they just bring like a real positive vibe. Um, and, and we kind of appreciate that. And, and so we just hit it off and, and that's kind of, that's how we connected with the two Santa Cruz bands really. Um, nice. And then, you know, that's what's cool about, that's what's really cool about like, um, uh, bandcamp.com and these bands, you know, you can find a lot of these bands that aren't, that aren't corporatized or vice versa and it's self-promoting themselves. And that's really, that's, that's essentially falls right in line with the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative being an all-volunteer group and basis and grassroots movement, you know what I mean? Because we're out trying to self-promote ourselves as well, just like this on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative radio network and other things like that, you know what I mean? So it's that's what I was, it's cool that that's how I met Chris, too, and Ancestry, because before I even, you know, um, before the show and this event that even took place, I had already reached out to Ancestry and had been playing them on the network and on the show and informing them about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, which I'm sure they already knew about anyways, just because of how right. active the community is there. It's not like I'm saying, hey, I'm the turn them on to it, because, you know, I'm just saying that, like, I reached out to them because I really enjoyed their music, and then it's just right. like you said, too, Chris got right back to you and is like, hey, yeah, oh, that's awesome, yeah, totally, let's get it, I want right, to be involved right, with that, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the whole energy. And that's, that's what's so cool about everything about, you know, like you're saying, like they really do have that positive vibe and that energy. And it's just like emulating out to everybody. And it just attracts all these other, this, all the positive people toward it, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. You got that right. There's a really great picture like on the, um, on the, right now on Facebook on the on the event page for the uh, CCHI 2016 Free the Tree concert that we got coming up on the fourth at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz, um, and it's like it's the guys from Ancestry and Burnt and No Malaka Doja, and it's just it's after our show, and you know everybody's like it's late at night and everybody's tired, but we're all like huddled up on the stage, and you can just see everybody's everybody's smiling faces. You know, it's it's a pretty cool picture. I think it pretty much like sums up. You know, for anybody that's listening is on the fence about, you know, whether or not they're going to come to the concert, just check out that picture and you'll see it's just, it's like a bunch of smiling fools, you know, we're just, <laughs> we're just all happy and, and uh, just kind of stoked. Yeah, we all found each other and, you know, Spencer's really, I got to give it up to Spencer from Normal Akadosha who, who really made a connection with Mark out in Santa Cruz to, um, you know, to kind of, to kind of put together the concert, um, you know, I'll just say it on the last front on the bands to close it out. Like Ferro Bravo from Long Beach, California, uh, are they're a really sick band and yeah, and they're really I great agree. bunch of guys. They're um, you know that like for us, burnt like we've been together for ten years and um, you know somehow it just happened that we've been together for ten years and, and touring and traveling and uh, it's a real blessing you know. But like we just turned into like the grandfathers on the scene and. Everybody, everybody who's, because it's hard to keep a band together that long, and all of a sudden you're just, you know, we find that we're like, you know, because we're in our 30s and we have a band that's still together and we're still touring that, you know, like all the younger bands are looking up to us, and and it's a real, it's a real sweet thing, like in the community of bands, like, you know, out there in the world, like it's, we all try to take care of each other, but it was great to connect with Perro Bravo because, you know, those guys are even older than us, they're like a million and uh, they're like they're like three father times up there and and they've just been through they've just been through like 
you know, the fire twice. And uh, it's just really great to connect with that band because they have so much, uh, they're just such good musicians and such good people, and, and they have so much wisdom because they've been through so many so many interesting experiences over the years of, of playing music and traveling, like since the, you know, those guys have been playing since they were kids and, you know, since the eighties and nineties. So I've got to give mad respect to them. We respect the elders and they're, they're definitely the elders on the scene, but they, they definitely bring the fire. They're a great band. Um, yeah, they really are a great band, man. I, um, I've been a fan of theirs for a while. And like, when I saw that they were on the listing of that thing, I was like, wow, Peril Bravo two on, I was like ancestry burnt. Peril Bravo, because I really didn't. I, I'll be honest, I didn't know a lot about No Malakadoja because, like you were saying, it's it's a local band, you know. Yeah. And um and I've tried to find information for that. I was actually going to ask you or Mark about, hey, how can I find some of their music and some of their stuff? And because uh, I've tried Google and everything, you put No Malakadoja in there and you get like a two search <laughs> results, and that's it, dude. And it's like I've I've never done that with anything. Like there's so many things you like weird ass words you can type into Google and stuff. Oh, whole bunch of stuff will come up, but you put no Malakadoja in there and you get like two results and it's no, it's nothing about that band. It's Santa Cruz. I'm sure that Google just tries to correct your spelling. It's like, did you mean Navalaka? Who's the what? Like, it's just like, you know, they're like a newer band on the scene, you know, and like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we could set something up and Spencer can call in and, you know, he can really tell you a little bit more about it. I know, I know that they, um, you know, he sent me like their demo, and um, you know, I know that they have some recordings. And uh, you know, I was going to talk to them about that and see if there's if there's anything that we can do to kind of help them get it started. But you know, they're figuring it out. And I got to be honest, like the last time we, you know, the, the, the last time we played at the Catalyst was the first time we played with them. And you know, I didn't really know what to expect like, because, like you said, they don't have a huge presence online. It was kind of like they were a mystery and. Um, you know, it just so happened actually that, that the way that that show went down, um, it, it just so happened that there was like another reggae concert at the Catalyst that night. Like, um, I don't know, it might've been my fault for not, for not checking the calendar before I booked the show, but like there was a big touring band. I don't remember who it was. It was like, you know, just one of these bigger kind of, kind of, you know, bands that's like, you know, already on the main stage at Cali Roots and those, one of those kind of bands. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they had like a line out the door. And so it was kind of empty in the, in the little atrium and like the little side, side hatch where we play. And, uh, and so like, it was kind of a quiet night, but we just had fun with it and and just enjoy it. But, uh, no Akadosha came and and then like all of a sudden a bunch of people showed up and they had like a good following. And they, they had like all their, you know, cute Santa Cruz girlfriends at the front row and they were all dancing and smiling and looking good. And they had, you know, like all their homies just rolled in and showed up. I was like, wow, like this is cool. And, and, uh, they have a really good vibe, man. They, they, they just have a, a they call it a, they call their style feel good music. And, uh, you know, I like that. I appreciate that. You know, and I, I think, uh, I think it is feel good music. They, they definitely have one of those, like, it's very Santa Cruz, very laid back sound. And, uh, it's just super, super positive, man. Nice. So really interested in hearing Yeah, that's awesome, dude. They sound really cool. And I mean, I, that's that's one of the coolest things about this show, honestly, and been doing the show is is the reaching out and outreach to, to musicians and bands and artists like yourself and others, and then they're all you know to inform them about what we do for in the at the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative mainly, 
but also, you know, to tell them, hey, man, I really like your music, and I think a lot of the people on the, the radio network and programs that we do would like to hear it too, you know what I mean, to help promote them and help promote help the, promote these bands as well as they can help promote the CCHI by at their events by just saying, hey, go check this out. This is an important thing to us at the band, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things, too, I wanted to ask you about is, you know, what's one of the specific things about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative over other initiatives or anything, you know what I mean, that that really, you know, that's why you really endorse and support this initiative over any others. You know, I'll be honest, like, I, I did read the text, and uh, one of the things that I really appreciate, appreciated about uh, the CCHI initiative is that it's pretty simple to understand. You know, like, the concept right there is, like, really straightforward. Um, you know, there's provisions in there that allow, basically, people who, who grow for personal use to keep doing that. Um, there's provisions in there for people that, you know, have, have just personal use and they're, they're not like big commercial sellers, you know, cause that's a big fear. Cause it's really only a matter of time, you know, like, I mean, it's 2016, you know what I mean? Like, you know, cannabis is here to stay, you know, as a medicine, you know, as, as something that people do to you know, elevate, elevate their, their spiritual level or their, their mental or, or just, you know, just to get by or, or however you use it or however you don't use it, you know, it's, I think it's here to stay, and I think, you know, there's there's powers that be out there that recognize that they could they could quickly capitalize on on you know the the money aspect of it, and I think what the, what sets the CCHI initiative apart to me and the way I read it is that you know it still allows for like the, the kind of like the kind of home the homegrown kind of thing that that really started this movement. You know, people like Jack Herrera, right? Like. You know, this is like the homegrown movement. This is people finding out for themselves that, like, hey, this stuff isn't that bad, you know, or, hey, like, this is good for my arthritis. You know, I'm going to have a couple plants in my garden next to my tomatoes. And, you know, this isn't this law isn't trying to take that kind of thing away. You know, this law is basically saying, look, if, you know, it's time to legalize this and, you know, we need to strengthen, like, the, 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 medical, the medical availability of it and reinforce that. But we also, you know, we also need to recognize that it can be a business and it's going to be more or less set up like the California wine business, which, as we know, you know, the California wine business is very successful, brings a lot of, you know, brings a lot of business and tourism and all kinds of good things to California that people appreciate. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's just a very straightforward law. I'm not a lawyer and I read it and I understand it and I appreciate that. You know, and I encourage Really, I just encourage more than more than people taking my word for it. I encourage people out there to just kind of read it for themselves and find out about it, and uh, you know, and and just it really doesn't take that long to just read it and go, oh, like this this has some some things in it that really make sense. Yeah, it's, and that's that's always been one of its biggest things. You know, is it's really easy to understand. There's no like it's not packed full of legal jargon or legalese that you know you'd have to have two lawyers interpret before you could even understand right. it or have you know or 60 pages of text that's like oh well refer to page 11245 because and refer to section code C246 whatever you know what i mean like right right, right. I, nobody has time or even understands that man especially people the average voter out there you know what i mean no most of the people that are going to be signing your initiative haven't had 8 years of law school right right man like, <laughs> that's that's a good point. You know, that's one of the things right off the bat that I just I really pre- appreciated about the initiative. You know, um, and 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 it's really it's a people's initiative. You know, if you, if you read it, 
and you check it out, you know, and 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 you see you see what it, how it's written. I think it's really written to benefit the most number of people. If people want to go commercial and have a business, like they can certainly do that. They're certainly welcome to do that. But if people just want to have like some bud and just grow a little bit of bud for their own use, you know, and then you can just boom, you can grow your 99 plants and and just have your you know have your stash for the year and you're good to go. You know what I mean? You don't have to buy it from you know Philip Morris or Ganja Man USA or whatever. You know, like you can just you can just kind of grow it yourself and. I think I think I think there's a lot of potential for like you know the nice like craft you know we see the craft beers and the craft wine industry in California does really well. I think there's going to be you know an even bigger explosion than there already has been in the last like ten years of of, of craft bud, and I think that's a good thing for for people that use it for recreation and for people that use it for medicine, you know. But I think at the end of the day, you know, like the, it, it, like there's there's the, there's a the potential for for the law to be written in such a way as to make it you know kind of difficult I think for people to sort of enjoy that 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 kind of just like homegrown aspect of it and I think this law that has some language in there that kind of uh, uh, provides for that you know and, and that's definitely something I support. Absolutely, and it fully shows by you calling in today and saying all the nice things you do, and then all the positive vibrations and positive things you guys are doing in Santa Cruz and throughout California and everywhere you guys go with your music. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that I try to drive home with this radio show specifically, and with the entire network is, you know, a lot. Of these bands are into self promotion. A lot of these people that are played on the network and show are are people that aren't like, you know, hey, we have so-and-so label and all these people and the stuff you have to jump through. Like, most of the time, I'm communicating directly with the band themselves most of the time, and they're getting back to me and saying, yeah, man, that is an awesome thing you guys are doing. We totally support it. We'd love for you guys to promote us or play our music on the show, whatever. And that's, you know, that's what's led me to meet a lot of great guys like you, Danny, and Chris, and uh, Mark, and a lot of other musicians and other people that are totally down for the CCHI and the whole, um, you know, everything about re-legalization and, and actually addressing it in the in the way that, that matters to everybody and not just the industry or the the lobbyists or whoever is really trying to control it at the end of the day. Right, man. Well, I think that, I, I mean, I think for me, like, it's really been, you know, it's really been a blessing, you know, like, to get back, like, to how, how the show came about, you know, it's like, you know, I got to talking with Spencer from Noma Lacadoja, and, you know, I was explaining to him that, you know, because Burnt has always been an independent band. We've always done everything ourselves, and we book our own tours. You know, I, the reason I didn't call right at 930 is because I was across the street at my mechanics, like, getting the band van squared away for the trip down to San Diego, <laughs> you know. Like, we do everything ourselves. We do everything in-house, you know, and and that's just how we do it, you know, and and, and that's just how we roll. And, and back in the day, we used to be based in San Diego, and we sort of, you know, we sort of, realized early on that you know music music and and art in general but for us as musicians you know it can be really used for a lot of positive um you know it can be used for a lot of, of good things you can rally people you can get people to you know dance and forget about their troubles and you can you can get bands together with causes and you can really raise awareness and raise consciousnesses and everybody has a really good time at the same time and so we you know we connected in san diego with a lot of um you know, a lot. There's a lot of really great activism in San Diego surrounding, you know, 
uh, everything like in the environment from, you know, from cleaning up the Tijuana estuary to, uh, you know, the Save the Trestles campaign down in Southern California that happened a number of years ago. Um, and we kind of connected our music to, to, to causes early on, recognizing that it just, it was a way for us to tap into to movements and, and to causes that we believe believed in and, and do believe in still and, and raise awareness about those things. And, you know, of course, when, when people, you know, people that didn't know about the band but knew about the cause find out about the band, then it's a, a nice way to cross-promote, you know. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're all just human. We're looking for that human connection. And and so we, we just learned early on that that was a good move. <clears throat> and I told Spencer, like, man, it would be really great if you could if you could kind of put your ear to the ground in Santa Cruz and try to find you know, try to find out, like, what the people are excited about, what, what, what causes, you know, are, are the people talking about, like, what, what's the rallying cry in Santa Cruz right now? And he, you know, he really took it to heart. He, he listened to me, listened to me, and he was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get back to you on that. I'm going to talk to some people and find out, you know, what is going on in Santa Cruz that people are excited about, or, or what is something that's happening locally that we can, that we can use our music to kind of bring awareness to. And uh, he came back and he said, yeah, I talked to this guy, Mark, from from CCHI Santa Cruz and you know he's definitely interested in doing doing an event that where they can you know gather signatures for their initiative and and you know register people to vote and uh you know kind of use use our concert as a platform to kind of raise awareness about their initiative and I mean in exchange they're willing to you know get get, get people you know oh, cast a wider net and get get their community like you know an opportunity to listen to our music. And I was like, man, I'm on board. Sign me up. Like, let's do it. You know? And, uh, and I got, I got a chance to talk to Mark and, and, you know, he's just super awesome guy, obviously very positive, you know, very organized and, and just ready to kind of like ready to do the damn thing. So we just, we laced it up, man. And, and that's why you and I are talking now. And, and I think, you know, those kinds of grassroots things I think are, for me, is like the best example of just like democracy in action. You know, it's just it's just the best example of activism in action. You know, it's just people kind of, you know, just going, what, what's important to me, and how can I connect? How can I connect to, to other people that that's important to? And how can we hang out and and listen to music? How can we, you know, how can we raise awareness and 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 lift each other up? You know, for, for really just lift each other up. And I think that's the whole point of grassroots organizing, you know, just to kind of like together find the common causes and the things that we want to invest our time and energy to, and then just lift it up, man. That's right. And, you know, being talented musicians and artists like you guys are, you're able to do that in a way through the power of your music and voice and instruments. And you're also able to, at the same time, you know, once the show is over, sit down de with dedication to the cause and educate those people. Hey, well, these are things that are that we're concerned about in our community, our lives, and in, on, in the planet, on the planet in general, you know, and these are things we want to bring awareness about. And that's, that's one thing I, I extremely appreciate about Burnt and all the bands that are involved with the show that's coming up, the Free the Tree event that's coming up in um, Santa Cruz at the Catalyst. Um, uh, it's going to be amazing. I'm trying to get there. I'm hoping I'm going to talk to my teacher. Maybe I can skip out on class that day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, it would be great. I mean, you could broadcast live from the show. It'd be fine by me. Uh, yeah, that would be I, great. I, I know it'd be cool with the other bands too, but uh, you know, I mean, this this can really only be the beginning. I mean, we can we can definitely do another one. I think this one's going to be very successful, 
And, uh, you know, I think the sky is the limit really in terms of, you know, I think that free the tree, that free the tree slogan is pretty good. And I can take that one for at least, at least one more ride and we'll make sure we schedule it on a, on a day where you don't have class. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm all about that 100%. So, <laughs> well, Danny, man, I appreciate you calling in and taking in the time to, you know, um, to, to let, tell our listeners and everybody involved with the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and that listens to the show, you know, a little bit about the band and a little bit about the experience and how you guys came together with the other bands and why you're in favor of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. So um, I appreciate all the positive energy that you guys are putting together down in Santa Cruz and all the positive energy you guys take around with you everywhere you go. And I really appreciate the fact that you guys are self-managed and you guys, you know, that that's the whole thing, you know, like... The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory, you know? That's it, man. That's it, Dusty Bowles. You got it. Well, thanks for having me on, man. And, yeah, just I encourage everybody to come down to Catalyst on Thursday the 4th and uh, and uh, come see for themselves. And, and uh, you know, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's have a good time. Let's stay connected. Absolutely. All right, Danny. Thank you, brother. Positive vibes and one love, my friend. And hopefully I'll be up there this, that Thursday. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Time will tell. All right, brother. I'll chat with you guys soon, and keep it positive, man. Let my people grow. (laughs) Thank you, brother. All right, man. Those guys are great. I can't wait to have... I got to try to make that event. Okay, that's it. I'm I'm not going to say anything else about it. (laughs) Anyways, um, let's play one more song by Ancestry. We got two in by Burnt. Um, Let's get one more in there by... You know, let's. Well, this is one of my favorites, so we're gonna do this one. Um, Freedom Fighters by Ancestry.
Holy God's gift, man. I'm supremely comfortable in a blue dream. Soldier, do you know about your local cannabis legalization effort? Nah, man. I get a card and nothing's harsh in my mellow. Well, soldier, I hate to be the harsh of your smart bad judgment, but there are still Americans who have their rights violated by this senseless drug war, and your inaction is a pleasure of support for these actions. Three people have now come forward accusing the police of unwarranted, non-consented anal cavity searches that produce no physical evidence of wrongdoing. It happened to them, and it could happen to you. So get out your chair and get active in the movement that protects the civil rights of you and your neighbors. Anything less is smoking dudes on other people's enemas. This message is brought to you by the West Hollywood League of Extraordinary Tokers. Shoutouts to WeHo Dank. We got to tell you, Screaming Binary. Check it out, ScreamingBinary.com. Um, Shoutouts to everybody down in West Hollywood. West Hollywood, CCHI, or CCHI, Hollywood. Um, everybody down there. Um, <clears throat> Dove, all, all those guys down there. Everybody. Um, down South, Patrick, Jeanette, um, Jeff Clark, Buddy. Everybody down south, so... Thanks to all you guys and all your hard work and dedication to the campaign and what we've achieved so far. Um, everybody's working hard. Everybody's doing it. We're making it happen. Um, we're making new contacts and positive contacts every day with new um, bands, artists, um, you know, supporters, extractors, um, businesses, everybody every day. Um, we're getting a lot more people involved. It's a good thing to see. People getting active, getting motivated, getting out there. That's really all it takes, people, is our is our participation. It's really the main drive and the main key to our success is our participation and willingness to get out there to uh, motivate the masses and tell them and educate them and inform them about, you know, the extensive knowledge we've learned about cannabis hemp. Yeah, and all of and all it can do for us in the regards to economic values, jobs, and all these other things. You know, like Buddy always says, it's not just a pot initiative. It's not just a weed or an adult use of marijuana initiative. It's it's a states' rights initiative. It's a, it's a way of saying, yeah, we want it legal, but we are not going to take this over-regulated and over-taxed form of legalization like we're seeing in Colorado, Oregon, and Washington. Who want it in a way that uh, really addresses everyone's access completely statewide, from from personal cultivation from the very level from the very lowest level all the way up to if you want to be the next big whatever of marijuana and the Marvel man of marijuana or whatever your you know tagline wants to be whatever the case may be you still have that option and availability to you too you know what I mean and you can stack them up in Seven Elevens and Johnny Quicks and all the Texaco's and all the gas stations, you know, everywhere, and everybody can buy your product there. But there will always be a demand for those, you know, the small-time personal cultivators that, you know. And honestly, in my personal experience, I found that, you know, and this is just my opinion, of course, that you know, when you're per- when you're personally cultivating in a smaller spaces and something that you can easily maintain and handle, you always end up with a better product in the end. It's just, um, you know, you have more time. It's really manageable for you. You can easily schedule it, the watering, and you have time to really pay tentative attention to your plants, you know, and to where 
you're never going to, you know, if you see a mites or something, you know, I mean, you're going to catch it right away because you're checking them frequently and, you know, making sure that you're giving them organic newts or whatever type of nutrients you're using, you're making sure that you're not overdoing in one way or the other. The plant's healthy and stable. It has a good, strong immune system to defend itself from, you know, pests and and diseases. So, um, and, and, and in my experience, I've found that most of the time, um, organic nutrients supply a plant with a much stronger um, immune system and defense against pesticides and and uh, diseases and molds and other things like this. When you have a living microbial soil and you know you got living microbes and beneficial fungi and other things like that in your in your soil and it's living and it's then your plant's immune system can almost fend for itself and you really don't need to spray a lot of pesticides on there. And I'm talking, and this is honest, I mean, yeah, they don't want you to know this in the industry and in the magazines and all the books they want you, you know, because they're paid by the advertisers and the other people to tell you this is the way it's supposed to be done. So, but through experience, you'll learn. Trust me, you can... Don't don't take my word for it. Go out there and put it into your own, you know, do the research, read it, put it into action, and find out for yourself, just like I did. I I bought into the whole industries, you know, this is this is the best. This stuff will pump your stuff up and get the biggest nuggets, all this stuff, you know, and all the more complicated ways of cultivation and stuff like that. And Well, not, not necessarily more complicated, but, you know, it's just, um, you know, I quit drinking high fructose corn syrup and stuff like that and sodas and other things like that. And, you know, I lost a lot of weight just by cutting that stuff out of my diet. So that's got to tell you something. You know, these synthetically derived sugars and other things like that aren't necessarily the body can't process in the same way. And the same thing for plants. It's, you know, we're, we share a lot of it. You know, we have an immune system, they have an immune system, they have an, you know, they have personality and they have attitudes too, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, you have to learn that too, like some plants, you know, don't like too much light, don't like too little light, some plants do like the full dose of nutrients you're giving it, some don't, some do, some don't, but, you know, and usually it's based off of genetics and, and the, you know, their specific traits and other things like that, but... Um, you know, cannabis cultivation is fun and the main thing about it is, you know, you don't you don't really understand how much um freedom you get and you realize, you know, I was never a green thumb or anything like that, but if you're passionate about anything, you know, just you just like how we all are about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and what we've already achieved with how many signatures we've already attained and all these other things. You know, I mean, anything you want to do, you can you can really, you can do it. You just have to pick up some books and learn it and apply that knowledge that you found into those, you know, apply those techniques and that knowledge, you know. And it, with that being said, you know, I'm excited about reaching out to other, go, other guests to have on the show. I've been kind of lacking in the special guest department, but, you know, I'm hoping to have someone from the Cannabis Film Festival, ho- hopefully Kelly Dodds. Um, somebody from, uh, I know I reached out to Kyle Cushman. Hopefully we'll have him on the show and we can just talk about cultivation and nutrients and all that stuff for an entire show. Drew West too, uh, the West Coast Masters. So getting some good cultivators in here and all them and, you know, informing them about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and its importance, which, you know, most of these people, you don't have to tell them. They were really preaching to the choir. And as soon as you reach out to them, they're like, yeah, I'm all about it. So looking forward to that. 
We have a lot of new musicians that we're reaching out to all the time. We have um, events that are taking place all the time, you know, because of awesome bands like, you know, Burnt and Ancestry, Pero Bravo, and No Malaka Doja, and many other bands prior to that, you know, that we do feature on the show, like the Island of Black and White, um, you know, Gigantis, um, um, what, Cali Conscious. We have a lot of uh, bands, you know, that... Uh, We've featured on the show before, so. But all these events are popping up all over the place. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of people are all about having. We're seeing even the even down at the lowest and smallest grassroots level, where we're seeing the smaller events pop up. You know, they want to make sure that the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative or representatives from there and volunteers are there, gathering signatures. You know, because a lot of these. Promoters and people at these events, they want to be seen as responsible in the community and they want to help in ways, you know, that uh, outside of just having great, awesome, fun events that they're, you know, making money from, you know, so they want to give back to. They're not just all about, you know, raking in the dollars, you know, even though we we see there are some that do and some that don't and whatever. It doesn't matter. Money, people got to get their money one way or the other. People love it more, people love it less, and that's all that's all on them, you know. So but um all these events popping up, they wanna see they're they're really positive toward the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and everybody involved with it and making sure that, that we have a booth or a table and discussing things, you know, and it's really cool. You meet a lot of great people that are promoting these events, you know, like Holy Herb four twenty on uh, Instagram and um, camo from uh, you know every everybody that that's ever been on the program before, and we get we have been to a lot of these events. Uh, gee, well, uh, the Terps Classic that was a fun one with everybody from uh, Davenport and all them, and uh, you get to meet a lot of cool people. And there's a lot of great people in this industry that you know it's real mom and pop. We're all small time guys, and if if the other initiative, the Adult Use of Marijuana Initiative, gets in there and passes, then we probably won't ever see anything like it again. I mean, even in the medical-wise, because of the MRSA and the, the state regulations that are going to be coming down in the future. So we all got to be a little careful on where we're going here in the future. And if we don't choose correctly, you know, then we we might uh, might be headed down to that old outlaw station and outlaw path that we that everybody used to participate in before and that's that's the exact opposite of what everybody's trying to achieve you know so and no one wants to see arrests anymore associated with cannabis and that's another thing about the other initiatives is like oh well you can have this much but anything with really because they still arrest you no that's not the point of our movement that's not what we're trying to achieve that's not what we've been doing you know that's not what we've been fighting for um but with that being said, you know, well, let's let's listen to one more track. This is going to be from Righteous Vibrations, and check them out too, man. They're a really great band. Um, this song is called "Keep Growing." We're going to listen to that. Then we'll come back. We'll do a little shout outs, say a few words of goodbyes. Um, but for now, this is Righteous Vibrations. Keep growing.
gonna be to get right, yeah. Be sure to check those guys out on uh, Bandcamp, Reverb Nation, and at their websites and social media sites. Give them a like, give them a share, purchase their music, tell them what's up, tell them thank you for supporting the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative 2016 and our movement and political grass or our grassroots movement to uh, re-legalize cannabis hemp to be fully utilized in all facets. Um, in California in 2016, which is this year now. It's 2016. We're in January of 2016. So believe it or not, it's going to happen this year. We're going to do it. There's a lot of dedicated people right now working really hard. And in that, <clears throat> on that note, I'd like to say a few sh- quick shout-outs to people that have been working very hard for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, all the volunteers out there statewide, um, from, you know, all the people we don't know, you know, that I don't know personally, everybody out there that's out there trying to make a difference, gathering signatures, sitting in front of a building, sitting in front of a business, sitting out in front of a city or a, a college or wherever you're at doing whatever you're doing to collect those signatures and inform the public. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Um, shout outs to uh, Patrick and 
Patrick Moore and Jeanette Perez. Um, Shout-outs to Michael M., one of my favorite callers and favorite people that, and artists, too, for the campaign, Michael artist Michael M., or Michael Myers. Yeah. Right, Michael Myers. Yeah, we get it. Okay. Great guy, though. I love him. I love when he calls in. I love having conversations with him about all of the – uh, interesting stuff that he always comes in and calls about the show or will call into the show and inform everybody about all these interesting facts that we end up talking about and discussing. Um, shout outs to Boomer Shannon and then the entire R dude team and all those guys and everything they've been doing and working hard for the campaign. And uh, Boomer Shannon specifically, who's been doing a lot for on behalf of the Libertarian Party for the for the uh, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. And for those that don't know, the California Libertarian Party has fully endorsed the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. And they they do a lot to help us out. And Boomer Shannon specifically has done a lot for the campaign and is 100% dedicated to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. And I just want to say shout-outs to you, brother. Thank you for all you've done um, and the entire team and all they've accomplished. I think it's amazing work. I can't wait to see it in action. Um Michael Jolson, thank you for calling in this evening. Um, it's always good to get some information from one of those, one of the most dedicated signature gatherers of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative since its inception. Um, Michael, you know that was like that old, the clip we play of Chris Conrad speaking on the show a few years uh, back at the Berkeley event when he talks about, you know, well maybe Mikey can get that many signatures because he was trying to say how many we had to have and how much of a, a hill we had to climb. You know, and Michael Jolson was he's he's the guy, man. He's the signature guy. It was great having you on the show. Thanks for calling in. Um, thanks to uh everybody that's uh officially you know, I'll thank you, Jeff uh Hedgewich, artillery coordinator for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and does his show on Monday evenings, the Philosopher's Stone. Be sure to check that out. Um thanks to everybody that called in this evening, Danny from Burnt. It was really fun chatting with you. You guys are more than welcome to call into the show anytime. Um, I'm definitely probably going to skip school and be at your event. So, <laughs> uh, Chris, I wish we could have got you on last week and talked with you a little bit more, but hopefully I'll be seeing you soon. Sorry, I got to, a little gas here. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I was saying, thank you to everybody for tuning in to Let My People Grow on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative Radio Network, CCHI Radio Network, where we're dedicated to you, the people, and everybody in the state of California in relegalizing cannabis hemp on a grassroots level and doing it corporate-free. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. Tune in. The radio network's going to get much better. We're going to have a lot better stuff coming up for you guys. Stay tuned. Let my people grow. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.